No Gods, No Monsters contains spoilers, profanity, and substance use. Man, fuck freeways. Wow, you're starting out aggressive. <laughs> what, you want it to be a payway? It's a it's an aggressive topic. Fuck expressways, fuck what's the what's the highways? Fuck 'em, dude. Yeah. No roads. Hell yeah. The only road there should be is a road to my ass. What wow, <laughs> starting off aggressive. That on a sign. Yeah, anyway, fuck freeways. Welcome to No Gods, No Monsters. We're the anti-expressway kaiju and monster movie podcast in a world where no one's coming to save us. I'm Rabbit, here with Charlie, and today we are talking about 1967's Gamera versus Gaios? 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 Gaios. Do you know like how a it's gyro. pronounced, Charlie? Uh... No, um, and I watched this with a uh, commentary, and uh, they've said it many times. And uh, I also watched August Ragone's ten minute introduction, which he said it many times. And I don't know how it's pronounced. What's what's your best guess? <laughs> uh, Gaios, I guess. Gaios. That's how I just yeah yeah. Ga- We're talking about um, Gamera versus Gaios. Did wait. your version have a different name for the beginning? Uh, yes. Like, it was like Giant Monster Dogfight or something? Yes. Hell yeah, that's a yeah. sick name. Do you want to tell us what this movie's about? Alright, Kaiju Heads. This is what is going on. <laughs> 1967, usually remembered by the public for being the year that the album The Velvet Underground and Nico came out. But other pretty big notable shit happened that year, too. One such thing being our topic for the night. That such thing mentioned in the sentence before this one? A battle between monsters, Gamera and Gaios. You see, that year, a series of earthquakes caused multiple volcano eruptions. Wait a second, I'm sorry. Is that why they call it the Summer of Love? Because of Gamera versus Gaios? No, because nobody remembers this. They are, they only think about the Velvet Underground and Nico. Oh, yeah. Duh. Sorry. <laughs> Was the Summer of Love 67? thought so because it's like 67 was peak of the hippies and then 68 was like the fucking riotous down to earth right. oh shit okay i mean i would think it was 66 or 67 so that makes sense to me okay one such eruption one such eruption attracted everyone's favorite giant turtle monster while simultaneously uncovering a giant bat dinosaur gaios named for the sound that it, it emits the two meet in battle multiple times while a small village and a rogue construction crew team up with the military in trying to solve the monster problem. A really, really, really annoying kid named Aichi befriends Gamera and comes up, comes up with ideas on how to defeat Gaios. Eventually, Gamera drops Gaios in a volcano and everyone is happy because road construction can now continue. <laughs> Perhaps this event isn't as prominent in the public's mind because it happened in a small village, and only a relatively small city saw any kind of destruction. Perhaps it's because Gamera never sang about shiny, shiny boots of leather, or because Gaios never sang about all tomorrow's parties. 
Maybe it's just that I'm only familiar with the Western perspective, and actually in Japan, most people remember this incredible event. If every kid who listened to the Velvet Underground Nico started a band, did every kid who witnessed these events on the news make a monster movie? All I know is that Gaios really should have killed Aichi because he was so fucking annoying. It's giant monster dogfight. Gamera versus Gaios, baby. Hell yeah. Uh, um, man, what a great album it is, though. I love that album. I was listening it's, to it the other week. It's but, not even uh, my favorite Velvet Underground album, but I fucking love it. It's my favorite. Um, I think I'd rank it Nico. And then a tie between White Light, White Heat, and the self-title, depending on what kind of mood I'm in. And then mm. Loaded. Wild. I feel like... I don't know. It really depends. Like, basically, Nico, self-titled, and Loaded are all, like, in a mix with me. And they all mm. kind of swim around. Like, for the longest period of my life, though, like, the one that's been my favorite the longest is self-titled. Um, White Light, White Heat, I just rarely listen to and when i do too i fucking noisy. love it what'd you say yeah i was saying is it too noisy because that's like their most i love noise yeah it just doesn't i don't know i when i really liked them i was doing a lot of the drugs they were doing and i was mm. more in a like pale blue eyes kind of mood if that makes sense for sure uh great song yeah for sure. No, I mean, I love all their albums. Even I love Loaded. Well, I've never listened to. Have you ever listened to Squeeze? Doesn't count. Have you ever listened to it though? No. Neither have I. I never will. Uh, <laughs> um. <laughs> um. Yeah. So in the commentary by Stuart Galbraith, uh, who I guess he's like a Japanese movie expert, and uh, he's does lots of commentaries. Um, he brought up like other things that are happening in '67. And one of the things was like the Velvet Underground released the Velvet Underground and Nico. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought that was just a weird thing to include. So that's, that's awesome. why that's especially because there have to be like twenty way bigger albums that came out that year, <laughs> I know. like bigger at the time at least. Um, yeah. But maybe he's just a cool guy. Yeah, maybe. I mean, apparently he's he loves Gamera, and he he knew the director. I guess he talked a lot to the director. Hell yeah. Um, um, so we've not talked since you have watched this movie. I have no idea. What'd you think of this movie? I, I like it. I'm still happy, happily surprised that I think, uh, the series is, um, better than what, I mean, I think I brought this up in the last two movies. It's a lot, this, all these movies are turning out a lot better than I was led to believe that they would be. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm still enjoying them. I think I like the last one more than this, but uh, that might have to do with I just find Ichi really annoying. <laughs> For sure. That's so funny because my sentiment and the one that I've seen a lot is like, oh, thank God they have a kid who's not annoying, unlike the first camera. <laughs> um, I don't find this kid annoying at all. I think I he's, know, like, he's just awesome. It's just his constant yelling of... Uh, Get him, Gamera! Good job, Gamera! Let's I go, Gamera! Maybe it just I'm drives just, me crazy. It, it's one of those low bar things where I'm like, well, at least he's not, like, walking like an idiot into dangerous situations every five seconds with people having to save him, and he has no awareness that he's doing that. Um, yeah. I mean, it's really just the cons- his yelling a lot whenever Gamera's fighting. Go, go, Gamera! Really yeah. <laughs> totally. 
Okay, so you, you liked the last one better, you think, but you liked this one. I still quite like this, yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, what you what you generally like about it? Um, I thought Gaios was a pretty cool monster. Um, I uh, I like vampires a lot, and this started out as like uh, them deciding to do if Toho could do Frankenstein, that then he could do Dracula. So this was originally like a Whoa. vampire concept. So I dig that. That's why he's like a bat and uh they like attract him with blood and stuff like that dude i never thought of him as a bat till you said it <laughs> that's wild it makes sense yeah. now he's in a cave they attract him with blood but mm. yeah this is not a vampire movie to me but it is yeah i get that there's yeah. the touches cool hell yeah i don't think i picked that up on the first time i watched it but then when it was pointed out i was like oh i can see that um, for sure he but, does yeah, I, th- I, I wrote in my notes that he reminds me of batman because he has the pointy things <laughs> yeah. on his head and he can't move his neck just like the batman suits from the old movies where he has to like he's doing like action stuff but he has to like swing his whole shoulders around yeah. and i was like this is plus i've been watching all the batmans because the batman came out so i was just that's, like this is that's the where same. they got the idea for batman yeah they were exactly. like would it be cool if he couldn't uh move his neck just like gaios yeah, this is where they got the idea for the show that I think was already running from a comic book that started 20 years before, for sure. I agree. And time machines. It's yeah. crazy. Shit's totally. crazy. Wait, so what were we talking about? Were we talking about how, what are your thoughts on it? Uh, not yet. Do you want to ask oh. me? Um, so let's keep talking about me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> I really like this movie. This is my favorite Gamera movies so far it's weird for me to feel that way because I feel like they introduce a lot of really interesting spaces for like political like there's a lot of political stuff that's interesting to me introduced and I think the way they resolve it is almost all extremely terrible to me mostly uh but yeah. and I mean this kind of reminds me of uh Ebra we were saying this even though it's it's way more baked into this but I think they have enough nuance that those stories are still interesting to me throughout. So they hold my interest more than like the last movie that I really liked, but it dragged a bit for me and I didn't care about like the stakes very much. And I just love the, this movie's bright. I really love the fucking effects. Like they're so clever. There's so much here that's just kind of missing from this era of Godzilla of just like really interesting, fun like, just Gaio's splitting so many things in half, and the <laughs> yeah. cool effects are just... They, so awesome. They put a big smile on my face, yeah. and I just, I feel like it's a good length. Um, It's kind of missing, you know, like a main character thing. It's kind of just got a few stories going throughout, yeah. but I just have a blast the whole time I'm watching it. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, it, it's, it is a lot of fun. Um, And... Great length, 86 minutes. That's more movies need to be 86 minutes. Um, uh, cause then you can fit some Elden Ring in between. Um, yeah, I just went watchers. to see, speaking of Batman, I just went to see the Batman, uh, opening night. It just happened to be, we went to the movies and that was op- opening night. And that movie's two hours and 56 minutes. And yeah. that's, it's just crazy to me. That's du- over double of this. <laughs> I know. But so, yeah. Uh, this is a good length for a Gamera movie, I think. Uh-huh. How is the new Batman? I 
grain of salt, I like go into every Batman movie being like, this is copaganda. I'm going to fundamentally disagree with the fact that this is a billionaire beating up uh, poor and mentally ill people. Yes. So going in knowing that that's the premise, it was fucking great. I loved it. You it can, was probably my favorite one. You can enjoy things without putting on your political analysis. Well, you can't according and... to the internet right now. I... Okay. Um, so I just it's just funny that like I who as you know get really into that aspect of stuff can turn that off <laughs> and enjoy a Batman movie, but it, it seems to some people that that's really not okay. Yeah. Those people are killjoys. Well, I think one reason that it's different for this Batman movie is that this Batman movie brings all those issues up on purpose. Mm -hmm. So instead of it being like a lot of people have been like, if I'm going to see a Batman movie where that's going to happen, I just want one that's like Batman Returns, where it's just like crazy and gothic and fun and I can escape. But this movie's making me think about those things the whole time and then doesn't handle them great, which is true. So it is a little mm -hmm. different. But it handles them better than they ever have before, and it asks the questions, which is at least kind of cool. I think uh, the only Batman movie I've actually sat down and ever watched, I think, was uh, The Dark Knight. Uh, the first of the Christopher Nolan trilogy. One of the worst Batman movies to me. I, fucking I was it. laughing the entire time. I couldn't I couldn't stand the voice. Every time he talked, I oh, just couldn't Batman's help but laugh. Voice. Yeah. I, and that's why I was like, well, I can't watch these movies. So. Well, he only does the voice in that trilogy. And that trilogy is largely thought of as like the best. But even from a story standpoint, that one is usually considered the best of the trilogy. And it is it has fun aspects and it's well made in some ways, but it is atrocious in so many ways, story wise and politically. It is horrible. Um, and but like there's nothing redeeming about it outside. I don't know. I. I feel like everybody fucking loves that movie, and I do not like it very much. For sure. I want to go back and watch the Tim Burton ones. Um, I just did I that. Think, They're worth it. Yeah, I know a lot of people like those. I remember catching like some of those like on TV now and then when I was younger, but I, know, I don't think I ever actually watched them. I just um, watched just the first one for the scenes. first time since I was a kid, and I was stoned, and I was so in it, dude. Like, There's some nice. things I don't like, but I was fucking in it. I really dug it. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, today we're covering Batman, obviously, <laughs> and the Velvet Underground. <laughs> okay, let's get back into this movie. Uh, I just want to get this out of the way right off the bat so that we're not, like, holding back on talking oh. about any cops. Uh, okay. So, what do you have a dumb cop of the week? Um, what's choose your dumb cop? Oh, I'm going first? I don't, I don't know. You got mad at me the last time I, I went, so I'm afraid to... No, I didn't get mad. We, we play characters, Charlie. They like it when <laughs> we fight. Um, okay, look. I feel like we do a lot of cops in planes. I did one <laughs> last week. We do this a lot. And it might seem at this point like we're picking on, on them. And look, like my uncle was in the Air Force. And I can tell you from experience, they're dumb. They're really <laughs> dumb. <laughs> so this one... Uh, is the cops in the planes who bomb the mysterious glowing hole that has Gaios in it and just immediately get owned. Like, it's like they're like, what should we do? Okay, let's bomb. Like, they just immediately all of them die, and it's so satisfying. <laughs> just don't bomb mysterious, glowing, beautiful mountains, you fucking idiots. Yeah, um, it could have been a gold vein, too. Fucking yeah, idiots. it could have been a gold thing. <laughs> uh, I have a runner-up, but I want to hear yours first. 
Uh, mine is when the um, uh, Gaius's severed toes are found by the workers That's in the ocean. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the cop comes up and the workers are like, these were smaller just like uh, 20 minutes ago or whatever. Um, and then uh, the cop says, oh, wake up and stop dreaming, which is super weird because it's like hey these are the toes of a fucking giant monster plus <laughs> you saw a... how big that monster was you should have an idea like oh yeah, yeah these toes i could <laughs> see these toes being bigger and then he said and then it, yeah and it cuts him being such a dismissive asshole to it cuts immediately to the next scene where he's telling the scientists like these were like three times bigger an hour ago yeah. <laughs> Dude, I could not believe that. I actually paused it and went back to be like, wait, is he just repeating them? Or did they get three times smaller from when he said no? And to his credit, they did. So it looks like yeah. he changed his mind. But also, it's a perfect encapsulation of like, like he has no humility. He just gets to say it. And instead of having an authority figure say, oh, you stop dreaming. They're like, oh, well, it's a cop. So it must be true. Just like our stupid <laughs> legal system. <laughs> great pick that was my first pick and i was like i bet charlie's gonna do it i gotta pick another and make that the runner because it's such oh. a good what a dumbass <laughs> do you and feel that's like... why we have our dumb cop of the week awards yeah do you tune feel in next time like for our dumb cop that next was week. supposed to be a joke like they were making fun of him like that was supposed to be a funny moment I feel like it because just the way yeah. it cuts immediately him to him saying yeah. what he was just making fun of him for. It's too good. Yeah. So good yeah. job, guys. Making fun of cops. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Well, you want to get into the uh, this story a bit? Yeah. So, like uh, Van Halen says, jump. <laughs> so, uh... This movie, to me, kind of has two concurrent stories running at the same time that are, like, kind of connected. And so let's start off with the story of the workers versus the residents. Um, I don't really... I kind of just want to talk through what happens first because it's kind of weird and then say how we feel about it. Uh mm. I mean, yeah, like it's so it starts off with what this the this corporation called the Road Corporation, which is an excellent name. <laughs> I don't think a very creative person came up with that name. <laughs> I wonder what they do. <laughs> um, I got to say on Wikipedia, they call it the Chuo Expressway Corporation. So I wonder mm. if it's a translation thing, which is kind of funny, too, because it's like, I mean, I guess it makes sense. You just make a company to do one project. It's probably better for taxes or some shit, but kind of weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. Con contextually, just to uh, put this out there, uh, Japan was like super building up its infrastructure at the time. So this Boo. was like... Um, their infrastructure at the time uh, was like the envy of the world, according to uh, the commentary. Um, so they were they were building like this was something that was actually really happening was them building roads and running into the small towns and villages and stuff. Um, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. I wonder if there was a dark side to any of that enviable road construction no, probably went all went good yeah um so right off the bat we have 
the fucking corporation, who to me are the true villains of the film, even though you only see them for a minute, saying to their worker, Mount Fuji erupting and Gamera are no excuse to put off work. (laughs) Yeah. Damn. So, yeah. Yeah. That is definitely a call-off to... Uh, yeah. Um, so that's why I was going to ask you, I told you before that, Hannah, I was going to ask you if you had any, like, work stories of having them ask you to come to work when you're like, are you kidding me? Yeah, Um, I mean, nothing, like, really specifically, but there are, but, like, just that general... Mindset. Yeah, just, like, them making, like, calling off, like, seeing, like, one of the worst crimes you can do. When yeah. you're when you're like, oh, I'm sick, or or sometimes like, oh, I haven't been able to sleep, and like, I don't feel safe driving, especially when I deliver pizza, yeah. um, or uh, or you a know, pandemic, yeah, or a pandemic. <laughs> um, uh, when they were when I was like, because when the pandemic happened, and then we went to the holiday season, I, we had like an overnight shift for my position. I was like, I went to the overnight shift, and like, oh well, we can't have all of our best people working overnight, so we need you in the day. So then I went to the HR person and it's like, if there's a pandemic going on and it's the holiday season and we have an overnight shift, I'm going to be on the overnight shift. Um, yeah. And yeah, eventually nice. I got moved to the overnight shift. But yeah, yeah shit yeah, like dude. that. And then just, you know, uh, every winter there's a handful of days where it's the, the roads are super dangerous and really feel unsafe driving on them, but they just make you feel horrible for calling off and so sometimes i just go ahead and risk it which totally. i really shouldn't and which might happen to the, tomorrow because it's supposed to be snowing overnight so we'll see well luckily that'd that be crazy if i died workers. on the way to work tomorrow after this conversation <laughs> fuck <laughs> uh luckily that can never happen to these workers because they're building the roads so there can't be dangerous roads because they're making the roads. that's true that's yeah. true and then they maintain them and they make sure that they're always impeccable and yeah. they always prepare for all weather. Um, Plus, they don't have far to go because as soon as they get to the road where you would take to work, they can just start working on it. Yeah. Like, closest road to their house. They're, you know, there's roads everywhere. Um, okay, well, this reminded me of a specific story I might have told you, but I don't think I've shared on the podcast where I was working at Barnes & Noble and I got a – I saw that I had a voicemail while I was making breakfast uh, from my – I was supposed to go in at, like, 10, and it was, like, 8.30 or something. And it was a voicemail from my manager, and I played it, and it was like, Hey, Rabbit, um, this is whatever her name is from Barnes & Noble. So I just wanted to let you know that we have an active shooter situation outside of the store – um, there's a man with a firearm. Uh, he's exchanging rounds with the police, something like this. I still have the message. Uh, and uh, and uh, so we are all locked inside, um, but it's still a dangerous situation. No one's being allowed into the parking lot. So if you could, like, come around back and <laughs> use the back door, that would be great. And I was hey, just looking like, for your safety. What? <laughs> She lets you know that there is a shooter out front, so therefore you should use the back. <laughs> so I called her back, and I was like, hey, are you all right? And she's like, yeah. I was like, is anybody hurt? She's like, no. She's like, I just wanted to let you know because you know you're coming in soon. I was like, here's an idea. How about I don't come in until 
there's an active shooter, like until there's not an active shooter. And she's like, oh, actually, oh, they're taking away hand- him in handcuffs right now. You can come. <laughs> and I was like, oh, great. Uh, thanks. And then like all the roads were closed completely for like miles. <laughs> like there was a fucking active shooter situation when I tried to go to work. So I called back and another manager was like, hey, I think the man- the other managers are in shock. Do not come in. We will pay you for the, for the two hours that you've spent like dealing with this. It's just so... <laughs> Uh, and then we had shooter drills starting after this. Sorry, that's dark. We had shooter drills with these cards from like the FBI on information on what to do. And they included throwing, like using everyday objects at, as projectiles to throw at the intruders. And mm-hmm. so my managers were like, so pick like a big heavy book like the Bible. <laughs> it was just like, <laughs> fucking like totally straight face. <laughs> anyway mount fuji erupting in camera no excuse to put off work does anyone have a copy of war and peace around here i need to take on the shooter we need infinite jess now (laughs) um so okay so you have tsutsumi who's the head of like the workers and which by the way dude he has to do a lot of he puts on a lot of hats do you know what I mean? Hey, I mean, he wears many hats for his job. He has to negotiate with the villagers. He has to yeah. lead the construction. Yeah. He has to lead the fight against Gaios. Strange phenomena in the mountains. Like, this dude yeah. has to do everything. And then he also has to be the middleman between the construction crew and the, yeah. the corporate heads. He, he, that, he's it's just, it's really creative, uh, you know, decision by Yuasa to, uh, you know, he wears many hats in his job, so therefore he physically also, just to show that. I didn't notice he physically, I meant the many hats of his job. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, thought, I thought there was, he wore a bunch of hats I forgot about. I just remembered him wearing like, a... what an easy transition into him wearing a lot of hats. <laughs> I only remembered him wearing like a safety hat, but yep. I was just figuring I forgot about some other hats he was wearing. <laughs> it's okay, good guess. Yeah, it was a 50-50 shot. <laughs> Um, Okay, so we have them, and then we have the residents who, like, the head of the residents is the grandpa slash councilman. Wearing a big eyeball uh, mask. Eyeball mask? The band, the residents. Oh. They all all wore a bunch of giant eyeball masks. So they're being displaced, and... It was a a good joke. It was good. It was great. Um, (laughs) So... I don't know. I don't really know what to say here, but, like, the way that the residents are responding to this was very weird to me. Like, first you have... The the scene that kind of sets it up, or the conversation, is, like, two lines. It's, like, Sumiko, the sister, says something like, doesn't the expressway mean progress? And then this old woman says, like, selling your land or getting rid of your... leaving your home is more complicated than that. Which is, like, good setup. Showing the signs. Mm. Yeah. But after that, like, you have all the protesters, but it didn't feel to me like they really cared about losing their homes. Like, they just they wanted the money. Um, yeah, the Yuasa saw them as bad people. Um, he he saw he saw it as, uh, I mean, as the Elder frames it towards the end of the movie, that Gaios is sent there to punish them for their greed, and that's how... Uh, the director saw them as that they're being greedy and uh um 
they were to be punished for that. I wish I didn't know what the director thought because, like, I could read it <laughs> other ways. I mean, obviously, you can't really, I like, I, because obviously, like, one of the things I liked about the movie is it's showing, like, the corporation is the bad guy, and then, uh-huh. but they are immune. They're in a tower, you never see them again, and they pit the workers <laughs> against the residents, and you, and for me, you sympathize, ah, sympathize with both. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I was very kind of disappointed when, because they, yeah, they mentioned that both in the commentary and then the, the introduction to the movie that it was basically Gaios was supposed to be a punishment for them for being so greedy. I, I think one of the interesting things is that, I mean, obviously, like, because the director's fucking wrong, it <laughs> doesn't come across the way he thinks and it for most of the movie comes across a different way. Obviously there's yeah. the lines about greed. Like, but I mean, yeah, for me, I'm obviously I'm biased. Everybody is, but I like, I'm rooting for them when they're protesting and when they're sabotaging the work, the yeah. worker stuff, but the sabotaging doesn't make sense from the director's perspective. Like you don't sabotage the workers stuff. If you want it built, you just want more money. You sabotage it. If you don't want it built, you know, yeah. at least in the history of labor movements. Um, yeah, I, uh, they really go a lot to emphasize how Yuasa is, a uh, how he, he's really big, like on, uh, you know, children are better than adults. Like, uh, he really went to emphasize how, uh, it's, it's not the scientists and military people who come up with the solutions. It's the kids and, yeah. the, uh, uh, people are being punished for bad things they do because kids can, uh, can grab onto that and they see that better than adults can see that. And, and they really, you really get a sense that you also, they really kind of hammer home that he has like this, uh, child element to him that he never fully left behind like is even this uh, the director yeah you also the director okay. um they even talk about how when he was uh when he was a lot older he went to the commentator's house for dinner and he like he got on all fours to show show the way that gamera walks or something like that <laughs> um Amazing. Uh, so yeah it's really like oh i think he think he always has this childlike element to him and i think that uh really comes through on his uh, analysis of this, where it's a very surface level, oh, they're being greedy, they want more money, so uh, they're bad, when it's like there's a lot more depth to it. Like, and they, like, they're losing didn't their make fucking this... homes and they, they should, yeah. you know, this is a fucking big corporation that yeah. that we're, we're showing is pretty fucking heartless, like they should kind of screw, screw uh, try to get as much money out of them as they can. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that that's why like, so that makes sense. When I was watching this, I felt like the movie, and I know this isn't correct, but it felt like the movie was written to be pro the villagers and workers, or the uh, villagers and protesters, and then that, like, the corporate sponsors, like, made them change it at the end, because there were so many elements, like the person losing his cows, the the old woman saying it's not so simple, some stuff with how Gaios is framed, which mm-hmm. I think we should talk about later, um, like that kind of showed, like that made it look like obviously this sucked for them, but 
So, but yeah, I guess what actually happened is that like he doesn't control every single aspect of it. He didn't write the thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so that stuff is in there. But he, yeah, it's just such a weird mix, dude. Yeah. Um, and it could be that the the commentators are kind of, you know, they're wrong in their framing of it or they, they got they misunderstood something he said or something. Maybe. I don't know. But that's but, kind I mean, of it like. Is, it's, yeah. Yeah. The thing they say is the greed thing. And then the thing they mm-hmm. show is half like is missing the part where they're sad that their village, which this is fucking <laughs> Japan, dude. These villages have been around for a long. This isn't like the middle of the city. Yeah. This is like yeah. our entire community is going to be gone. Like yeah. the people we love, we're going to be separated from like you're being displaced. <laughs> like it's just, it's a trip. Um, but yeah, I, I also, I liked that obviously the workers are the ones trying to fight against the residents, like, like in their actions. But to me, when you watch it and the, you know, aside from what they're trying to tell us, just the way it feels watching it is like, I like that you sympathize with both. I like that it shows that it's complex. Like the workers are just trying to do their job. They're stuck in capitalism Mm. too. Like capitalism does a great job of pitting the lower class against each other and this is an yes, excellent totally. fucking depiction of that until they like shoehorn in their messages you know <laughs> so that's why like yeah it's i actually love a lot of the story it's gripping but then it's like come on <laughs> um i also really liked when uh the workers say let me see your leader and the protesters say like quit trying to sweet talk us it just totally reminded me about like at protests the cops are always like who's in charge here and we don't have anyone in charge and they just do not even know how to respond like they don't believe us they think we're hiding our leader and we don't have a leader but it just ruins their brains they can't you're supposed to say george soros Are you asking I've, whose name is on the checks? It's George Soros. I've I don't have his phone number, though. While in custody, had cops ask me how the Soros checks are. Not even kidding. Like, they're like, I'm not I surprised. see you've been arrested in this state, in this state, in this state. Who's paying for the plane tickets? I was like, they're like years apart. I didn't have to fly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the cops really think that shit. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I mean, obviously capitalism is the fucking villain. Yeah, I mean, the same monster that brought an ape to New York also (laughs) brought a road crew against a village. (laughs) Totally. So, yeah, I mean, obviously we don't have to say, but like the end where they're all like happy that the expressway is getting built just feels shitty like yeah yeah but almost laughably shitty where it's like yeah but i mean um, like i was saying um at that time you know infrastructure in japan was considered the envy of the world so that probably was a lot of people in japan probably did have like oh yeah pretty super positive feelings about uh the expanding infrastructure well, it's just like, I mean, in L.A., they've been trying to expand the metro forever, and they always put them through, like, lower income, primarily mm-hmm. not white neighborhoods, and the fucking liberals are all, like, 
how could these people not get out of the way? This is progress. This is better for the environment. This is better for our cities. Like these are their fucking communities where like the only place they might have felt safe for like generations. And yeah. you're just like, fuck you. I don't care. Yeah. And shit, moving sucks. Yeah, dude. <laughs> just even just like ignoring like all the kind of like deep rooted feelings you might have for a place. Just the act of moving itself is just fucking shitty and a yes. fucking horrible headache. Like, yeah, totally. Especially when it's not your choice. And on top of that, yeah, fuck freeways. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, and so obviously the theme they want us to think is the theme is that the residents are greedy which like how do you (laughs) i I just at the very least they deserve a lot of money Uh like come on um i think there's more to say about this when we talk about gaios but are you good saving that for when we get to gaios to monsters yeah sweet you down for a little break sure let's do it Man, I wrote a a second review on Letterboxd to this movie. I was like, maybe I'm being too black and white about how the film depicts the workers. Maybe there is some No, nuance. it's the, the first camera is the black and white one. And we're back. <laughs> we have to start now because that was a great joke. <laughs> okay, so the second story that's going through this is the humans' plans to kill Gaios, mm-hmm. which is fucking bonkers. Like, it, like which multiple one? plans in a row, and they're all so convoluted. <laughs> I mean, the first one's not convoluted. The planes are going to bomb him, and the planes get owned. Sick. Yes. It's pretty cool. Uh, okay. And then Do what's you... the next one? Making him dizzy? Yeah. So first they have to invent artificial blood, right? (laughs) Which, like, I love that they're like, it's, oh, wow, it's just like our blood. And you look at it, and it's, like, literally the cover of My Bloody Valentine's album, Loveless. Like, (laughs) no way does it look like... Well, I mean, Gaios also loves shoegaze, so I think it was kind of like a combination of, we're going to... Com- combine human blood his favorite food with uh the album cover of his favorite album maybe that's why he was so bummed when his part of his foot was missing because he's like <laughs> yeah. what am i gonna gaze like, oh, at oh no what am i gonna gaze at now yeah no that's why he had to spend the time like <laughs> fucking focusing on it um i feel like he's more of a hipster he would never say loveless that's too obvious of a shoegaze favorite album <laughs> What would he say? Isn't anything, or would he just probably another band altogether? Uh, either way, you know, because <laughs> Loveless is obviously the best one. Um, so I like I mean, Slovakia by Slow Dive a lot. True, true. Uh, so yeah, they're gonna invent artificial blood to draw him to a spinning platform to make him dizzy to burn him with the sunlight um, um well apparently the artificial blood was like right on whatever complaints you have about it but gaios uh thought oh it, worked it was the great. real thing 
And then he he fucking was drinking that shit up. Like, oh, damn, they yeah. even got the taste down. I, I <laughs> mean, on the conceptual level, like the yeah. we got in. That, but yeah, no, for sure. He, you think they had it. someone like taste it to like make sure that it was taste that it tasted right? Well, that's what's so funny is like they're talking about how we're going to invent artificial blood like fake blood work like this is a movie fake blood exists in movies you use it elsewhere in the movie but different colors but they're like it's gonna taste and smell just like it which is the crazy part and then he looks at it through glass and goes it's perfect (laughs) also would they be like no 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 pig blood wouldn't work cow blood wouldn't work we need artificial human blood (laughs) yeah they're uh they're they're part of the animal welfare movement they're way ahead of their time (laughs) they they need in in killing this giant animal they know almost nothing about can't harm any (laughs) pigs in the making of it i mean they know he has two throats so yeah (laughs) they do seem to know a lot okay yeah so I, uh, yeah, taking a break from from the just the order of things, let's talk to talk about Doctor Aoki because his knowledge bends my brain waves in <laughs> the weirdest. Like, how does he get all this data? Like, I don't know. One of my favorite parts about the scene with the drawing when he's like, such oh, a good drawing, dude. He is. Yeah, he has two amazing. throats. Earlier in that scene, Aichi comes in, and the military is like. Was it a reptile? Was it a bird? And then, like, they turn to Dr. Aoki, and he has, like, this fucking drawing, uh, not only of his outsides, but also his insides. Well, it's he like, says why the are insides are, like, an approximation, kid? but still. Like, yeah. <laughs> they're, like, grilling the kid about, like, basic <laughs> ideas about it, and they're like, we have this intricate drawing of what we think his insides look like. <laughs> it's, it's And then he's like, he weighs 25 tons. What? How do you know that? What are you talking about? And then, the, dude, the it goes from he only comes out at night to, oh, that must mean he's nocturnal, which must mean that the sun hurts him, which is true for, like, <laughs> no nocturnal animals, which must mean that flares will hurt him, which must mean that that's the only thing that will hurt him. They're like, so are you telling me that sunlight's the only way to kill him? And Dr. Aoki, who just found out this animal has only been seen at night, goes, yes. (laughs) What are you fucking talking about? Um, I mean, Yuasa is really big on, uh, uh, when talking about like the scientists and military talking, he goes, that's the boring grown up part of the film. I hate it. Since the original Godzilla, it's common to have, uh, these scientists, these scenes of scientists and military coming together to explain everything. That's why I included it. But in truth, but the truth is that these people are useless. Um, what that's <laughs> i mean yeah but he did it so wrong and stupid and I he made know. it a way bigger part than most of them do and plus, i like... mean they go ahead i just say yeah i mean they as yisa says they say say they are he is like aoki is a fucking genius about Gaius <laughs> but also he's wrong he's like sunlight is not the only That's thing true. that will kill him gamera kills him and like yeah, but he's miraculously crazy right about mm-hmm. fucking uh you know that sunlight will hurt him based on zero evidence <laughs> yeah. it makes no and to the point where people believe him so much they're like 
oh, we found out that he only comes out at night in the two times we've seen him. So these flares will keep us safe as we sleep. Like, what? (laughs) (laughs) And so... Um, Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to point out again that that's... uh, Yeah, that's another thing with his envy of uh, children is, like... The child is the one who comes up, who points out all these things like the, that we've only seen him at night. So, uh, and then the scientists and military take that and they roll with it. Um, even to the point where, uh, Aichi saying the word turns makes him go like, wait a second, there's an idea. We can turn him. Yeah, and then I, know, was, I was really trying to grasp how he, yeah, like, yeah, cause Aichi is just like, they're like, oh, weren't you dizzy on Gamera's back? He's no, he wasn't turning when I was on his back. And they're like, oh my god, he brought up <laughs> turning dizzy before dizzy. the kid said turn, and turning is what was made to be like, we can make him dizzy. Like you thought of the monsters making him. Dizzy. I also that scene where they make him, where they get him on the hotel and it spins him around. Um, wh- why? Why was he stuck? He wasn't. Okay. <laughs> he just like the second that it started, he must have been either so dizzy or he just couldn't leave the blood. Or like the centrifugal force. Oh uh, yeah. That's that's it. Too for great him. for him to escape. <laughs> Dude, he spun for so long. I know. It was like the only slow part of the movie. Okay, wait, let's let's go back because we were about to talk about or we started talking about Aichi and his help in the plans, and I want to get to that, but so, okay, so we talked about the first plan, which doesn't work, right? The blood mm-hmm. works, the spinning works, somehow the burning him works, but it's not enough to kill him. And then they're like, oh, fuck, we've tried yeah. everything. All of the yeah, best uh, human plans. I want to quote what the radio said. Um, Please. The best of man's tactics have failed. There is no way to kill Gaios. The people's hopes have faded. Yes, dude, because the craziest plan ever didn't work on the first try. So then the next plan happens, which is Aichi's plan. Holy shit, this plan. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, burning the forest? Burn our mountain. Start a forest (laughs) fire. Burn our mountain, dude. This I know. Movie and the has... only thing that the only thing that they're like, well, the problem with that is that that would cost a lot of money, two hundred million yeah. yen. Yeah, that's the yeah. only problem. It's not like the problem is forest fires are bad, dude. <laughs> and like this is the natural resources of your home. So first, the only problem with having our homes demolished for a freeway is that we're not going to make enough money from it <laughs> and now the only problem with burning forest and burning he says burn our mountain burn just burn our mountain yeah. is, is that this beautiful mountain that he goes hiking in all the time like he knows the trails when he's with that reporter the only problem is that it would cost money like <laughs> and then that one doesn't work either does it uh no well aichi's idea was that it would weaken Gaios, and then Gamera would be attracted to it, mm. so then Gamera would come. And it does attract uh, Gamera, and I suppose it maybe weakens Gaios. So I guess Aichi's idea okay. behind it worked. I think in the, the military's idea was that I don't 
the way they were talking about it, they weren't really thinking that Gamera would come, or they weren't putting pinning their hopes okay. in Gamera coming. But Ag but was he, he okay? Yeah. Why, if you want to start a forest fire, do you start chainsawing down the trees? I don't know how forest fires work. Do you? Yes, they happen all the time. <laughs> without you, for I mean, cutting down forests actually does make them worse. But you don't. There's just no reason. They're about to like use that yeah. crazy missile to just light. They don't even light forests. <laughs> They're just fucking lighting it up with their jets. Um, I as a side note, forest fire by uh, Dick Kennedy's good song. Go check it out. Right, let's uh, continue. <laughs> It's about an idiot camping and accidentally setting a forest fire, and it's a really great song from uh, Plastic Surgery Disasters, the uh, best uh, Kennedy's album. Let's continue. Literally, today was talking to my house about all the prep we have to do because we're actually going to be surrounded by forest fires. So my <laughs> my associations are slightly different, and I won't don't need to go into them. But it just seems interesting that. You needed to chop down trees for the, to make the expressway, and then mm -hmm. for some reason you're chopping down trees for a forest fire, and those seem connected, but I don't yeah. know how. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I feel like it's it feels crazy that I like this movie because it's just like forest <laughs> fires are great. <laughs> Uh, like i said i think you also had like a simple childish mind yes, totally and i will say the thing that they portray well is the meaning and message of scientists can't solve problems giant turtles and children can <laughs> that's the only message i agree with in the movie that is a fantastic message oh what a crazy set of plans and it <laughs> anyway let's let's dive deeper into these characters so i mean i don't find it's it's weird because i i like aichi but he's wants to burn mountains and he thinks all the workers are greedy so i shouldn't um he was uh, apparently largely based on um like a Yuasa himself, uh, uh, he's supposed to be very representative, of him, even to the point where he looked so much like Yuasa that they uh, mistook him on set. Everybody was like asking him, yeah. asking Yuasa <laughs> for like direction during scene. Like, uh -huh. yeah, That's um, they uh, they thought that uh, the kid was uh, Yuasa's son, and this was nepotism of. Uh, him being put in this role even though it was not his son not related to him no but... it's just self-nepotism of <laughs> putting himself in the movie even if yeah. with himself <laughs> but hey what director doesn't do that true true but I... yes this feels worse um... because he likes clear cuts and burnt forests and ruins <laughs> but you're right when you're right you're right <laughs> um is there anything you did like about the kid? Um, I want to say something positive, but I can't think of anything. Okay, I bet I have a couple. I mean, you... okay. 
there must be something good about him because otherwise Gamera wouldn't befriend him. I liked how much he loved Gamera. It reminded me of the kid oh, in the yeah, first yeah. one. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. That was awesome. I mean, not as much as me, but... Yeah, totally. But he was so chill on Gamera's shell. <laughs> like, he's just kicking back, holding that little spike, and just looking around, like, so stoked, and just going, go, go, Gamera! Like, that um, was cool. It really makes me wonder, like, what... What do people think of Gamera in the this world um in the world he's a straight of the up movie? bad guy in the first one what yeah in the first movie he's straight up bad guy but then he fights off baragon so people are like oh maybe he's not too bad but at the same time he's fighting off baragon he was destroying infrastructure but this kid right away is like oh my god camera and the people aren't that uh scared or upset about no him. i i got the vibe that very early on in Gamera versus baragon Everybody, it's kind of like Godzilla in uh-huh. Astro Monster and stuff. Like, everybody just, just all of a sudden agreed he's great. Okay. It 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 feels very much, and I, I know that, like, Gamera, the success of these Gamera movies is partially right what changed Godzilla to be, like, a hero, I think. Mm. Um, and there was, there was influence there, and yeah, I think that that's just supposed to be... It it feels like we talked about with Astro Monster. It's like they've seen the movies. Like the people there are like, it's yeah. Gamera. We love going to see Gamera. Yeah. Here he is. Which is kind of exemplified by like, he's the star. Like when you first see Gamera, it, like you see him, he poses and the fucking title card comes up. It's like, here's our star, which is, yeah, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If I was Aichi, I would also, I would be acting the same way, only better and cooler. Yeah, totally. I mean, yeah, he felt so much muscles. Like... <laughs> he felt, oh, he was really brave, too, with that reporter. Like, although yeah. he did say, if I show you the way, I'll be a traitor. And then was like, ah, let's go. Well, traitor it is. <laughs> Dude, fuck I that like reporter. He was like, what? Fuck that reporter. Yeah, I liked how the, the reporter was like. I want to go up there. It'll be if it's Gamera. It'll be a giant scoop, and then the kid was like, "I like giant scoops too." Or something yeah, he's like, like I that. love those. <laughs> so <Yeah>. weird. <laughs> and then like he's like the reporter says uh, he's pointing to the cave and says something about I don't know. It seems scary. Like there's I don't know. There's earthquakes happening. There's giant monsters. And uh, Aichi's like, "Well, we might as well go since we're already here." Yeah. <laughs> That's. It wasn't about like the effort. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, that reporter, real shithead, uh, Horrible. starts Horrible. starts caving in, and that kid who's only there because of him, yeah. he just fucking runs away, just leaves in <laughs> there. Like, well, I fuck like you, kid. You're on your own. Yeah, I like that he got eaten like right away. Uh. Um, classic kaiju, <laughs> fuck scientists, fuck reporters situation. <laughs> it feels like we're back to the basics. Yeah. Um, fun thing about that scene those trees that were knocked over apparently that was just like a happy accident where they went to the location and the trees were like that um, Hell yeah. which was that's pretty neat yeah those are fucking big trees um, yeah one of my favorite lines from Aichi is or I don't know if I'm saying that right Aichi I don't know um, it's E-I-I-C-H-I which is a very cool spelling of a name is when he says, maybe he went to the bottom of the sea to heal his hand. <laughs> it's good. Um, good insight, kid. 
Yeah, and then that that's a really cool scene overall because then like all of a sudden it gets all like watery behind him and it kind of like pulls out and oh, yeah. it's like him like the image of him and then like the ocean starts appearing behind him is underneath the ocean. Then it shows Gamera and Gamera is like healing himself. Um, yeah. And I don't know if that's supposed to be in his imagination or if that's actually happening, but oh, it's really it was, cool. I thought it was real. I mean, I, if by it's healing really cool himself, I, you just mean like letting his hand rest in the water, then I agree. That's what's happening. I thought it was him. He, I thought it was real. And the commentary, I thought it was real. I thought it was, and then in the commentary, they bring up, "Oh, it's his imagination," but that could also be he's imagining it, and it's really happening. Yeah, that's Um, what I think is happening. But I was just clarifying that by healing, you don't think Gamera has special self-healing powers that he was just resting and letting his hand heal. Does he have regenerative powers? I don't think so. That's what I was just clarifying. I don't know. He might. Um, the other main character in the movie is Tutsumi I don't have much to say about him though I mean he's like a company man he wears a lot of what I always say about him is he wears a lot of hats uh, metaphorically yeah I don't know like he's he's against the protesters which sucks but he's like pretty chill like He's telling everyone they can go home, you know, he's just trying to do his job, and he's not too terrible to them, he's pretty nice to them, so I don't know, he was fine. No, he seems like a good guy, it's just like we said before, capitalism pits people against each other. Exactly, Um, yeah. They're just like, your job is to get this fucking road made, and that means you have to make a deal with with these people, or get them off the, get them out of the way somehow, and he's, and yeah, he seems pretty cool and nice about it. Uh, You know, we see them. We see his boss telling him, you have to stay there and keep working. Gamera and Volcano are no excuses. (laughs) You have to keep working. But then when all of his workers are like, hey, we're going to get out of here because nothing's going on and we're fucking scared of Gaios. He's like, okay, I'll I'll talk to you guys soon. (laughs) Exactly. That was was cool. And he tells the other guys they can go home. And he's like, yeah, I'll rehire you guys when everything's cleared up or whatever. Um, So there is that kind of juxtaposition of him – with the bosses were like this he's a lot cooler and chiller than them definitely um yeah i um it's weird that the i don't know how to put it he just kind of has his role like there's no real like i said before standout protagonist if there was one it might be he it might be him but it feels like they're both kind of half and there is something missing where there's no like arc for anyone yeah yeah, but, um, 100%. For sure. Um, last character I want to talk about is Sumiko, the sister. Um, not a lot of women in this movie. She is kind of in both stories, but kind of not. She's, I don't know, I think of her role as just, like, she's supposed to be, like, the reasonable one. Like, the, almost the audience. Does that make sense? I just want to bring up a quick... Five second Google. I think Gamera can regenerate. Oh, cool. Okay. Sweet. Um, Interesting thing to uh, put in right when I start talking about women. Hmm. Uh, well, women can regenerate too. And <laughs> that's why they are superior to men. Um, <laughs> nice. This is uh, Women's Month. Um, and we just had Women's Day yesterday or two <laughs> days ago. Not the names of either of them. 
I just don't remember what they are. But... <laughs> also, this comes out in a month and a half or something. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I was just giving you shit. So, or as I like to call it Girl Boss Month. Do um, you agree with me about the Sumika thing? Uh, that she's like the the role of the audience or the reasonable one? Or Yeah, or like supposed to be like our kind of like moral compass i guess god i don't know because there's like there's just so little to her <laughs> well like she's the one who says won't the expressway bring progress which we know is like the director's yeah. kind of feeling That's she's true. just kind of nice to everyone like she interjects herself yeah. in stories just to be like don't pick on grandpa look at his side of it or like comforting the kid and it's kind of like a um, stereotypical role that falls on women a lot but that's, that's true feels like what they're doing like uh yeah yeah i can see that um i also really liked her that she had that she was she was good with him and trying to comfort him um totally like, like you said i thought that i thought that came across really well um, she did a good job of like i don't know it even though i I don't know how to put it. She was like the only heart of the movie that what like Aichi's heart, but it's not. I don't know. Like Aichi's a kid, and then uh, mm. Tetsumi, uh, Tetsumi just doesn't have a ton of emotion, and she did a good job of like being an actor who was showing feelings, which was kind of rare. Totally, there should have been more with her. Yeah. IMO. Totally. Also, she should have been like down with the sabotage and all that stuff yeah and she should have been like i love you camera go go camera also she's one of the only characters that's not in on trying to kill the giant monsters so that puts her pretty high on the list for me because as much as i like the other two guys we've talked about they're helping to kill giant monsters and i love giant monsters it's not their fault they've fucking born into this fucked up world topsy-turvy society yeah it's fucked up world of roads that oh. are and roads to be don't get me started i know i know you hate freeways <laughs> um all right let's get let's get to it dude let's finally talk about these monsters all right let's do it let's talk about capitalism finally <laughs> so uh first just you know first how he gaios uh you've said a little bit but what do you think of like his look i think he he's very cool looking i uh i feel like this movie the um he felt more like uh High school art projects, yeah. I guess a little cardboard, um, then angular, yeah. yeah. But I also still really like that. It was kind of <laughs> charming, like yeah, totally. It was off putting on a first look, but then it was like that's him, and it's cool with me. <laughs> like, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, percent, yeah. It it did not like make me dislike it or think it was bad. I was like, oh, that I like that, yeah. <laughs> I think he looked, I think his head was really cool. I think from behind he looked really cool. When he was standing with his wings, like, spread from the front, it was too dude in a suity a little bit. Mm. Um, it just kind of took me out of it. But most 
for the most part, I, I'd give him like a nine out of ten. He's a he's a fucking funny, cool, interesting dude. I mean, his jaw just barely like obviously it's open close, open close. Like it, yeah. Mm-hmm. High school art projects is a great way to put it. <laughs> uh, okay, he has a lot of cool fucking powers and effects and shit though. Oh, dude, does he? He's got. <laughs> Wing power, wing, wind, wing, wind powers that lifts the dude. That was so cool. Just one dude. <laughs> that was, that was awesome. It's a skinny guy though, so it makes sense. <laughs> okay, I, yes, I literally, as a very little kid, like first grade, got lifted with an umbrella in a storm once, and it was terrifying <laughs> at school. And so you're right, it happens to us. Here we go, rabbit bra- bragging about how skinny he is once again. Yes, it's great. I love all of my back problems. It's fucking great. Uh, I hate. I love your back problems too. Thanks, dude. That. Okay, he's got the wind. I mean, he's no Rodan or Mothra with the wind. They tried, but mm-hmm. it's not quite there. But it's still cool. Yeah. He lifted a skinny dude. That's something. It's more than I could do. <laughs> um, he's got uh, he's got that beam that um. That, that cuts everything in half, uh, that's really fucking cool. And they said it's a supersonic wave, which doesn't feel right to me. It seems like a laser, but either way, like, God, I just wish that movies nowadays did effects by just, like, drawing on the film, because it looks awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, I mean, once again, it, it has, like, this super, you know... Uh, B grade, I guess, quality to it, like like Gaios's uh, costume itself, but like it's still, it still delivers. So it's still totally awesome to look at. It like it's not inspired that that that's great. It's like because of that, like it just yes. it, there's something more charming and great about that. I guess. And the amount of we mentioned it before, but the the lengths they went with the effects of it cutting stuff in half are just the best. <clears throat> The, yeah, the helicopter splitting at the diagonal is so cool. I love yeah. that. Yeah, um, that fucking car splitting <laughs> right in half is so awesome. And it still runs because it like misses yeah. the wheel. That was so great, dude. Um, Osaka Castle, I think it was. Which, like, man, they take that out in every kaiju movie. That thing, <laughs> we've seen that thing go down like eight times. Yeah. I mean, and as an anti-monarchy podcast, yes, we love seeing castles cut in half. All roads lead to castles in the end. Get rid of the mm-hmm. roads, get rid of the castles. Yep. And we all know what castle ry- rhymes with. Hassle. Asshole. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's and a, hassle. It does rhyme with that. Yeah. Uh, the planes love how many planes get split in half, and then Gamera yeah. he bleeds Gamera hella hard with that. Dude, fucking yeah, dude. he fucking cuts his tail up, and Gamera's all like, "I got blood, I got blood." Yeah. Um. Then he also cut another body part, like a leg or something. Arm. arm? I think he cut yeah. him three times with it. I think shell, arm, tail. Yeah. Oh, head. Yeah. He got him in the head too. Did he get him in the head? I thought Gamera was just hiding. I know he hit. I know blood came out of Gamera's head, but I can't remember if it was from the. Okay, or not. maybe, but it was very cute when Gamera hit in the show. Oh yeah, always is. 
I really liked the shot of, I mean, we didn't even mention that Gaios flies, which is sick. First flying monster. Oh, wait, no. Camera flies. <laughs> um, <laughs> in camera. First traditionally looking winged. First uh, uh, monster with wings yes. that flies. And of course, this is only our third monster in the series. Totally. So. <laughs> True. But um, there's a shot that's a top view of him flying over the city that looks super cool. Yeah, that was uh, one of my contenders for favorite shot. Uh, Same. There are some really cool shots of him flying. There's another really cool shot of him uh, at during the last fight. He keeps picking up Gamera's shell and like dropping it. Yeah. And there is a really great shot of him carrying Gamera's shell, and he's flying straight at the military scientist people, yes. and they're looking at him like out through the window. And it's that's a great shot. It's super great. Yeah, I. I remember that one. There's something about the one flying over the city where they did a much better job matching the tone. Like in mm -hmm. the the one where he's flying towards the window, I feel like it looks a little faded. Like you can tell it's two, but yeah. it's so cool. And it really like, yeah. it gets you. It almost feels like a 3D movie. It's like, oh, it's coming right for us. Like mm. we are those people looking out the window, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, I, I like that he shoots his beam while flying, which is like, yeah, that's what these monsters should be do have been doing all along. Like, why <laughs> yeah. haven't we seen that yet? Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have one question. Okay. Aichi says he named him Gaios because of the sound that he emits. Yeah, you know how what he goes, he Gaios. Gaios. <laughs> He's a Pokemon. <laughs> I don't well it's not because yeah uh, anyway uh wait do you think Pokemon are named what they're what named just... because people hear what they're saying then, oh shit I've never looked yeah, at it that way same I just had that and I was like I'm not going into that right now that's such a stoner <laughs> thought to trip out on but yeah I don't know it's like Pikachu's like my name is fucking Bert but I can't tell you that because all <laughs> yeah. I can make is this one sound and you think it's my fucking name my species is Bert god damn it yeah. I wish I could communicate this to you <laughs> totally um one thing that him shooting the city and flying over the city made me just think it's not Gaio specific really but at this era of Godzilla movies because they're lower budget, we've kind of left the city. And I love mm -hmm. that this, like, this feels so good. Just being in the city and destroying the city and them fighting in the city. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, I think we're going to get less and less of that. Um, so at this point, Daya, is that how you pronounce it? The studio? Daya? Um, they, they were starting to get more and more in debt. Uh, this is like when Japanese cinema was really, uh, being hit hard by TV and uh, lots of the studios were fucking dying. Um, so the first camera costed around $111,000. Um, then Baragon was 225000 And this was down to 167000 So it was still quite a bit more. And uh, more is definitely an A feature for the studio in comparison to the other movies they're putting out, which were uh, cost a lot less and it but, had way more destruction i feel like than baragon um, they really used the money well in this one there's so many yeah. cool effects 
uh, one of the things with that is uh, Yuasa directed both special effects and the regular stuff um, because uh, so they could cut down on hiring another person. For sure. Uh, which, uh, good job. Good job, Yuasa. Uh, but, yeah, so I think going forward, there's going to be less and less budget, so we'll be seeing less and less city destruction. Yeah, and I mean, you mentioned that, like, you're stoked that the Gamera movies have been better than people let on, and I feel the same way. But I definitely see basically people arguing whether this one or Barugan are the best most of the time of the show era. Mm. Yeah. And the first one's a lot of times pretty high up there, too. Yeah, I I think the next one uses, like, recycled footage uh, a lot. Already? Yeah. I'm, I'm, we're about to get in that era in general, and I am so not looking forward to it. Like, in Godzilla and in this, there's going to be at least two Godzillas doing that, I think. And, oh my god, there's one of the Gamera movies that's... Uh, the last the last one of the yeah. show era, the eighth one, is supposed it's, to be, like, almost all, I think, recycled footage. Just uh, like, yeah, it's like one of those sitcom shows where they're, like, out of money, and so they just, like, have, like... Yeah five minutes of a person coming in and being like like asking questions and then it leads to like oh i remember the time that and it's all just from different movies mm-hmm. I, oh. hey uh sometimes it'll be done well silent night deadly night part two like f- 45 minutes of that movie is just uh the first silent night deadly night um and then uh uh but it's all it's it's the best stuff from the first movie, and then the new footage that they cut in is all fantastic, and it's a great time. Okay, let's That's... hope that the knights in these ones coming up yeah. are silent and deadly. Yeah, let's do it. Hell yeah. Uh, one, one power we didn't go into is his toes growing back. I mean, we did earlier. Oh, yeah, it's regeneration. Self-healing all around, I guess. Um, that yeah. That effect was pretty cool. Yeah, I... Uh... It's kind of weird because he goes back to the to his cave to regenerate. Well, first of all, fucking cuts off his own toes to escape. Uh, oh yeah, Gamera in the sun, pretty badass. Yeah, uh, reminiscent of something that happens in Gamera versus Iris, which I will not spoil for you. Um, but his uh, the regeneration seems kind of weird because we like we see it start to regenerate. And then it cuts to, like, two different scenes of, like, humans talking and, like, doing stupid human stuff. And then it cuts back to him, and he's, like, still regenerating. And then we see the effect of, like, the toes actually coming out. He was so just being it, polite and waiting for the humans to finish. He didn't want to interrupt. <laughs> okay. That's yeah. another one of his powers, of uh, politeness. <laughs> just basic manners. Manners. Yeah. <laughs> also, in... Uh, the Hills of Eyes Part Two. The dog has uh, flashbacks to scenes of the first Hills Have Eyes, so that's obviously another classic example of that. All right, all right. I love dog flashbacks in general. Yeah, <laughs> I'm only familiar with uh, this one movie that has them, but oh. if you have more movies with dog flashbacks, I'm interested. They're really avant-garde. You wouldn't you wouldn't enjoy them. Airbud Part Two. Uh, try all the Airbuds. Um, even the first one all of them yeah okay he has flashbacks to not being able to play whatever sport (laughs) the first one is basketball 
He's, yeah, yeah. He has flashbacks to the other dogs making fun of him for not being able to play basketball. Yeah, it's really fucked up. It's an evil, evil scene. Um, One power, I was about to move on, but one power we haven't mentioned yet is his uh, yellow lower nipple mist. <laughs> I... It's a good power. I didn't see it was coming out, out of a lower nipple. <laughs> oh, you didn't see that? It's really obvious. No. You gotta watch these okay. movies closer. I yeah, apparently I do. Yeah. I don't I'm know sorry. what it did other than I don't know either, fire. but it put out fire. Yeah. What <laughs> Okay. That's just such a funny <laughs> thing to give him. Like Yeah, and it made um Gamma's shell look really cool. True. It was like flying around with some yellowed stuff on it and it looked pretty neat. So maybe that that was its power. So I thought his origin was pretty lackluster, but it makes sense now that you told me that like he doesn't care about the like science stuff for the explanation. Yeah, <laughs> you mean it's like apparently he was just like dormant in these caves or whatever, yep. and a it's from thousands of years ago. <laughs> Never heard of him until now, but yeah. we're sure. <laughs> And awoken by Earth stuff. Um, um, you think he was probably inspired by uh, Rodan? Both kind of like uh, earthy flying creatures born yeah. in these kind of like uh, mine-like uh, places with uh, villages. Dying in a volcano. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, totally. Birthed at the time of volcano. Yeah, makes sense to me. Okay. Um, okay, so you told me that the director said that he does represent, Gaius represents the greed of the villagers. That's, well, he represents the punishment for the greed. Yeah. That's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and I disagree. Um, on the first one, I was just like, on my first watch, I was just like, I, he's just a monster. I don't. I'm not trying to look too deep into these. We're not in... This isn't the first mm -hmm. Godzilla. Um, but the second time, I really started to feel like he represented the destruction that's coming to the village because of the construction. Like, his roar sounds yeah, kind of like mechanical deep. work, you know? Um, no, it sounds like Gaios. <laughs> Gaios. The... Uh, the villager does say that the construction brought Gaios. That's what the villager says, not the other way around. Mm. And, like, the cattle escaped because of him, blah, blah, blah. Uh, things that would happen with road destruction or with construction, like knocking down fences and stuff. But the main reason I felt that was the scene where Sumiko is holding Ichi in their house. And you just see, like, the flashing lights on his face through the window and you hear the sounds it felt like the terrorizing of their area outside the windows. Like this is their home and it's being terrorized and he's scared. And it was like, Oh yeah, shit. This, this like looks like a terrifying shot of a movie where your house is about to be fucking like raided. You're about to lose your home. Um, I mean, I mean, who knows? Maybe I completely misunderstood what they're saying or maybe they mis misunderstood you also, but, uh, but then there is that scene at the end where Ichi is like yelling at the villagers for being greedy and picking on his grandpa. Oh, the um, greed's for sure there. I mean, it's they hammer it yeah. in over and over to an annoying degree. 
Yeah, and then the the elder is like I, you know, he straight up says that he thinks Gaios is sent as punishment for the greed. So uh, the villager it, also says to the construction workers uh, that they brought Gaios. So there's there's conflict. Well, that was a different villager. I'm talking about the I know. elder specific. I got you. Yeah, I know. we've talked about it a few times. Okay. I'm saying also though, like that's not the only yeah. thing presented to us. For sure. Yeah. Um. So I don't know, but. What does it feel more like to you when you watch it? I mean, I do think that Yuasa was trying to portray it as, uh, you know, him, uh, Gaius was, like like I've been saying, basically. But my personal way of viewing it for my own enjoyment would just be uh, not that. <laughs> 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 Sweet. That's a wrap. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I just do, so you don't have you you you're rejecting his, but you don't have your own, and that's fine. It's just a monster. I mean, uh, I wasn't really trying to think of it on on a kind of analytical level. I totally. was just I was just trying to view it. Hey, it's just just a monster coming to fuck shit up. Um, and I, I'd rather look at it like that than the fucking. Uh, he's there to punish the villagers. Oh, definitely. Um, and that's how I saw it my first time too. It was only the second time that I was like, "Oh shit!" Like this actually feels to me in this moment. And I mean, the second time I watched it, I watched it well aware that the movie is trying to tell us that these villagers are greedy and that that's the problem. Mm. And I was like, "Uh," but then yeah, it it felt to me like. The, like he is like the it almost felt like the construction like very rodan like the construction project awoke something in the earth that caused all of this fucking natural disasters that led to gaios like it all felt very connected to me but not in like a that way would be a cool kind of like a modern day adaptation of this where you know like uh um what do you call that? That uh, the fracking is like cause is seen to be causing like earthquakes and stuff. Uh, yeah. So that would be like a, a cool way to incorporate it, where those those earthquakes that are causing the volcano eruptions cause Gaios. Those yeah. earthquakes are caused by the fracking, or uh, you know, I mean, I just industry but i'm just trying to think of i'm just bringing up something specifically that has been seen to cause earthquakes but yes yeah that, that is there's a neat way to look at it, that it's the construction itself has kind of brought all this on it um obviously that fits more in with uh my political view so that is a more fun way to read it have you ever seen it was is it called man thing or it's, it's not swamp thing there's one of those i always get confused about all the different things comic book things but there's one of the movies where uh it's like awoken by fracking in like louisiana and at the end they like blow up the fracking rig and it's pretty sick um, no idea can't remember it's a comic book movie it's i mean yeah but it doesn't feel like that it's just one of those movies that's i f God, it's it's bugging me. It's one of those ones. I don't think it's Swamp Thing, but it's like, what are the other ones? A Return of Swamp Thing. No, no. I mean, like the other names of the mod. Like, there's there's like Thing Man or something. I don't know. <laughs> one day we'll watch it on the pod. 
I'm going to make a comic called Thing Man. (laughs) That's a good one. Um, Well, yeah, I would love a a remake of the movie where the exact same thing happens that happens in this movie, which is that the evil corporation causes the the (laughs) volcanoes, which cause the earthquakes, which bring the monster back. They should redo it. Sweet. Do you want to move on to the love of your life? Gamera? Yeah. Yeah. Turtle. Gamera loves Uh, lava. Dude, who doesn't? I mean, I love lava, but not like this. Like, this is... (laughs) I liked when the, uh... When the scientists are like... He either absorbed the lava's power or he's burnt to a crisp. When, like... Gamera just like came out of nowhere and be like, oh shit, a fucking volcano's erupting? Yeah, I'm gonna get in on this. And they're like, the only two options are he absorbed the power or he fucking died. And like, well, I doubt he just came and fucking killed himself. You calling Gamera dumb? Like Yeah, I think I think they are. Fucking <laughs> assholes. I re- um, I really loved I mean, two movies in a row, he's just stoked on a volcano early on and then spends a bunch of time with it. And I love that this one, I mean, those title cards were cool. Like the, like I said earlier, flashing on him, but then, you know, you just see lava flowing as the intro is going. That was fucking sick. So, uh, you also hated how lava looked in a lot of movies. Mm. So that's why the lava here has a very unique look to it. Um, is backlit translucent molds that were pulled on by cables to move them. Damn. Um, it looked good. I liked it. I think it looked really cool. It looked super cool. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, Gamera's up to his same normal stuff, but there's a few new things. I mean, and all the old things are great. I love classic Gamera things, but man, he bleeds a lot in this movie. Yeah, dude. Green Fucking... blood, too. It's so cool. I, uh, look it. Everyone always says it. I'm a horror boy. So I love it. I love the fucking, I love the blood. I love the gore. I love that visceral carnage. Give me more of it. Yeah. That's what the Godzilla series is lacking. And that's what Gamera shoots into my heart. (laughs) Uh, and I mean, we mentioned the scene we, before, but the way his blood looks underwater is fucking cool. Yeah, it's really neat looking. Um, I think this is the first movie where we saw Gamera get into his shell and roll. I think so. That was so great. They're like, what else can we do with a turtle? I guess <laughs> yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, I think it was the first time because in the commentary is like, I don't know how they did that effect mm. um, when he rolled so yeah i think it was the first time totally well yeah you mentioned his blood and the blood in the movie in general moving on to the fights man there is so much blood in this movie in general i fucking love when he's like eating gaios neck and just like fucking strawberry milkshake is just shooting out of it yeah It, it um Especially, it's his ears, I think, that, like, there's, like, a lot of blood that's shooting straight oh. from his ears. <laughs> it's savage. So fucking, 
Yeah. Super I just sad. love that this was this was a series that was the most kind of like catered towards children. Yeah. And this was the first movie where he was like, okay, the last movie wasn't focused enough on a child audience. <laughs> this movie needs to be all about the children. <laughs> I love that they have the whole they're like we have to invent artificial blood we have to make him spin we have to get him dizzy so that the sun will hit him that oh no we have to have a forest fire and then it's like oh no fucking gambra just needs to savagely eat his neck yeah first he fucking he tears a part out of his uh wing yes and then uh and then uh he like trips Skyos and then he just fucking jumps on his back and just starts biting the shit out of his neck. It's Ooh. so awesome. Speaking of jumping on his back, I love the part where just Gamera's legs go in and it shoots the jets from his legs just so he could kind of like bounce onto Gaios. Yeah. That was sick. Um, apparently we'll be seeing less of that because uh, the uh, company Money Men were like, they're all they were always like complaining about how often they would have like jets shoot out of his uh shell because like each jet cost something like thirty dollars or something. Oh. So they were specifically like like, Oh, I don't think we need as much as that and uh so like sometimes we'll see it like where all four leg holes have jets, but there's gonna be less than that and it's gonna be down more often to just two leg holes of jets. Oh man. So. The you're painting a really bleak picture. We have okay, <laughs> let me ask a question before I go on. Is this director the guy who does most of the rest of them or no? He does all of the show ones except for Baragon, which he just did the special effects. Okay, uh, so we on. have less jet propulsion, which everybody loves mm-hmm. jet propulsion, less mm-hmm. city destruction, and then this motherfucker's politics. I am not <laughs> I'm bracing myself for it to get really not my thing. It's still gonna be fun. It's still gonna be gamera. I love gamera. But yeah, I'm I'm trying to bask and enjoy what we have while we have it, because these three have been awesome. Yeah. Uh yeah, I mean Diet Studios is like heavily, heavily, heavily in debt. Yeah. Um I have the number written around somewhere, but it was like, yeah, it was not doing good. Uh, are there other fighting things that jumped out at you? Was there a rock fight in this? I feel like there was a rock fight. I was about to bring that up. Yeah, I know you love throwing rocks. It's not like a rock <laughs> fight, but... Not the back and forth no, like a Godzilla movie. <laughs> funny in its own way. It's kind of better than all the other rock things where... Gamera gets a rock and chucks it at Gaios, and it catches it's, into his mouth. In his mouth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. But it was also like, seriously, we can't escape it. Like, <laughs> just gotta throw rocks. Uh, to me, you already mentioned uh, Gaios picking up and dropping Gamera a lot, which happens a lot. But yeah, I think it, I think he does it like three times in a row. <laughs> yeah, from pretty high up at one of those times. But I really like the part where. Gamera flies upside down with Gaios on his belly on top of him. That was sick. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then uh just the end of that fight where Gamera like flies to the volcano and then he just fucking drags him by his mouth up the volcano yeah. and just throws him in. <laughs> or not just throw him in it, he like drags him down 
with him. Yeah. Because <laughs> Gamera's like, hey, I'm going to fucking chill here anyways because I love lava. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm dragging your ass in with me. Dude, the way that they showed... I mean, I love that the, the humans are just like, Gaios is dead, like, immediately. And the way that they visually <laughs> yeah. show us that Gaios is dead is not, like, the beam shooting and then stopping, but the beam somehow retracting back into the volcano. It, like... Mm-hmm. Makes absolutely no sense. The sound waves are like suddenly going in reverse. I get. I don't know. It's so silly. But yeah, just like you just said, with the scientists or the the humans, are like, oh, he's dead. Yeah, uh, Aoki says, well, that's the end of Gaios. Like, how the fuck do you know that? You I know. know? <laughs> I get. Well, I guess he knows everything about Gaios. No, but he also said the only way Gaios could die was sunlight earlier. Like he literally yeah. says the only way he could die. He's like, oh shit, sunlight and camera. Yeah. Forgot. <laughs> I forgot about the one other giant monster that's here as an option. Also, I think the lava killed him, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sunlight, camera, and lava. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just love how it's just such a definitive, like, oh, we're out of that mess. It was so like, fast and funny. <laughs> For all you know, like in that volcano, all of a sudden, Gaios just killed Gamera. Like, you, what the? F- yeah, I mean, <laughs> the it was... hubris on humans, <laughs> the hubris on these humans, it was, and all humans. It was in the very kaiju movie tradition of just like you're in the middle of a fight and you look down and you're like, how is there only 15 seconds left? They're still fighting, <laughs> and then it's like <laughs> boom credits, like. <laughs> It's like, oh, he's dead. Oh, I hope humans don't do bad things anymore. Done. Like, oh, we shouldn't use nukes, but we should use them wisely. Done. Next movie. You're really against using nukes wisely. I wonder why. (laughs) It's a problem I have. Um, Okay, but actually that isn't the end. The end is the Gamera song. Oh, hell yeah. Dude, that song, I... It's amazing. Yeah, okay. My complaint is that uh, at a certain point, the subtitles stop. Same complaint. Um, Same complaint here. (laughs) So I'm just like, what are the words? What are the words? I actually tried to look them up, and I could only find lyrics to Gamera songs from other... From the... From the the, the Mystery Science Theater? I don't know, just from other Gamera movies coming up. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, and I, I think that one too, but I fucking love that song, dude. That made me so happy at the end. Like, it was such a nice little treat that I was not expecting. Yeah, I was not expecting that at all. It has clips from the past couple movies. It's so good. It's so good. It, like, with that and the title card, they just know what they're doing. Like, mm-hmm. they know what we want. They know this is supposed to be fun. They're like, this is fucking Gamera, and they deliver. Like, mm. just... It's just such a good tone. Did you have anything else you wanted to add before we close this out? Um, a couple of interesting things about... We didn't mention the, the workers, uh, the skinnier guy and the heavyset guy who are like uh, Tsusumi's yeah. like top two guys. Um, they're mainly supposed to provide comedic relief. Uh, the skinny one, he would actually go on to be an act, acting teacher. One of his students is the uh, detective character 
who shows up in all three of the Heisei movies. Oh, nice. Um, and he actually took the role because he is like he wanted to take the role so bad because his he was like, Oh, my teacher was in a Gamera movie. Um so that's kind of fun. Hell the yeah. story for the more heavy set guy is very, very depressing. Um so at this point he was just kind of a bit actor who was just kind of like often in the background of scenes and stuff, who would just have like one or two lines. He got a role in a TV show which was hugely, hugely popular. And I think he was the star of the, the TV show. And he was like getting offers nonstop. But Dai was like, hey, you're under contract with us. You're you're not allowed to take those those roles. Oh. And he ended up uh, killing himself. Jesus. I knew um, as soon as you said it was dark, you're always bringing up the stories yeah. of these actors killing themselves. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> And that's actually how it was uncovered that Dio was so deeply in debt because there was like uh, a bunch of media coverage and there's an investigation into that. And then that was when that was uncovered that. Damn. Yeah. That sucks. Uh, I liked both of them in this movie. Yeah. I think they were, they were both good in the roles. They're good at bringing comedic relief. Totally. Um, I had one other thing uh, that stood out to me. So there's a scene early on where, it's like a, a it's clearly a, a miniatures set that looks like it's going to be destroyed later. I don't know if it was actually destroyed later. And a cop car, like a clearly miniature cop car is driving. And then later, Aichi's playing with toys and he has that cop car. Is it the same car? It looks exactly the same to me. Maybe it's not, but it, I bet you it is. Like I feel like when that scene starts, it's like focus on the cop car, and you could even think maybe for a second, like, oh, is this supposed to be a miniature? And then, like, you see his hand come and play with it. Mm, um, interesting. Interesting. I don't know what it means, but I thought it was funny. <laughs> um, totally. Did you have a favorite shot? Yeah. Uh, when Gamera and Gaios are fighting, I think the second time, and. Gamera has Gaios's foot in his mouth in the ocean and the sun starts rising up behind them and there's just like a couple of really awesome shots of them kind of like thrashing around with uh, mm. Gamera and Gaius's foot and this kind of beautiful uh, sun uh, rising behind them. Uh, Hell yeah. And yeah, it looks awesome. Nice. What about you? Uh, I've mentioned it so many times, but that helicopter getting cut in half early on is just so great. <laughs> it just... It's fantastic. It's so yeah. creative. It it kind of felt like a, a set piece on like a play or something. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just loved how just like the bodies kind of hanging out of it. And it was like goofy, but cool. I don't know. It was just great. Okay. It's time to rate this one. Why don't you do your rating? I am going to rate this a Bowser. It's almost a Turtles all the way down, but there is the weird political stuff that it's not just that I disagree with the politics. It doesn't fit the movie I'm watching. Like it feels interjected on top and that lowers it a little for me. Um, this movie is a hell of a lot of fun. It's probably one of the most fun kaiju movies. Like I really in, that we've watched so far. I really enjoy it. Mm -hmm. I would totally put it on to watch with people. The effects are amazing. It's I really like this one. It's definitely my favorite, but I'm going to have to go with Bowser for now. But Bowser's fucking cool. I'm going to give it give it a yeah. Bowser. I mean, 
Bowser. He's a fucking fire-breathing turtle. He That's true. He can't go wrong with Bowser. That's totally true. Um, how, how about you? Yeah, I uh if I went Bowser with Baragon, I'm also going to give this a Bowser, just like a slightly more diminutive Bowser whose fire breath uh does not go as far or as powerful as um the Bowser that was raided for Baragon. Okay. Um and I am going to give him Yeah, I I will give him a peanut popper. Okay. Um fair. With uh it, that's signed by Diddy Kong with <laughs> an engraving that says uh this movie is vampires but in latin why because this movie is this is a vampire movie i just wasn't a, sure if there was some reference in latin this is a dracula this is i got the, okay. this is a this is a this is dies dracula movie. Okay, right. it's, i mean obviously i'm sorry um <laughs> hell yeah well anything else um catch us talk about X-Files and Queequeg. Uh, we will have already released that by now. Uh, I know, and people should go should go catch it. Oh uh, yeah, you should just go check it out. Um, I don't know how, how big of there is of a gap between recording and releasing for their podcast. True. Alright. I mean, it'll probably be still before this, but but yeah, go Go check it out. <laughs> uh, yeah, you should go to Tokyo Lives podcast feed. We'll be on Tokyo Signals, or we already were talking about an episode of the X Files. Uh, but that's also going to be in our feed, so you can check it out there too. But go support them too; mm-hmm. they're great. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Well, thank you for listening. Uh, it was fun having you here. You can find us on Twitter at No Gods Pod. You can email us nogodspod at gmail.com. I should probably check that every once in a while. Uh, and if you want to support the show, you can sabotage an expressway project. Yeah. Cause Do it. Charlie hates roads, and I'm showing solidarity with him. Mm-hmm. I don't think they should be freeways. I think they should all be tollways. <laughs> No, dude, that's highway robbery. Oh, shit. Well, I like highway robbery because I'm an anarchist.
Ah! 